you went as uh, stereotypical as possible. That's right. That's right. You don't, I mean, and you don't even look that Irish. You look not Irish at all. I don't know about that. You're the least Irish looking person I've ever <laughs> seen. Basically Asian. Uh, yeah, it took me a while before I knew you weren't Asian. <laughs> Buddy, catch me on Chinese New Year's. <laughs> all right, you want to do this thing? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Let me let me give you guys something that really cooks. Oh boy. You can't you can't see this if you're listening to the podcast. This is this is the Alita Battle Angel version of the podcast. Uh, I feel like this is how the show should just this is how like my main YouTube show should be all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I just need to do this. If you're listening, you gotta go to the YouTube channel to find out what the fuck I'm talking about. Welcome to That's Good Sports Podcast. We are back after another week off. I'm Brandon Perna here with Will Keys. A lot of football stuff has happened over the last few days, last couple weeks. Traveling the globe at breakneck speeds right now in your bedroom. That's right. Uh, So today we'll break down what the Broncos did in free agency and talk some NFL moves. A very, very controversial one this week. Javantes Burfecht joins the Raiders. Uh, The Browns. Do they really have the super team, Will? And maybe a little draft talk, uh, but I don't know. St. Patrick's Day happened in between this and our last podcast. Uh, yep. Will was just sharing how he um, he doesn't he got just a regular hangover, so mm-hmm. nothing crazy. He had to do a kamikaze shot, which I don't think I don't I I don't think you can say that anymore, can you? Kamikaze? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure you're allowed to. Is it a fi- is it somehow offensive now? <laughs> I guess so. It's a, isn't it I just a whole, so. isn't it just a whole historical reference to <laughs> Japanese fighter pilots? Yeah, or? but you're you're appropriating uh, their a sacred um, Japanese word for your alcohol. Oh, well, I mean, technically, it's killing you, just not that fast, right? Like that kamikaze shot took you're, off. Yeah, <laughs> it took at least a month off your life. You're killing yourself uh, just at like one 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 thousandth of the rate of right. an actual pilot. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, half the things we do are technically killing ourselves. Waking up in the morning. Waking so up. Long. But then, like, but, do you but have, if you don't, yeah. Do you eat healthy? Do you extend your life, or are you eating shitty that day? Will. That's a good. That's a good question. Today, know. today, yes, extending. Uh, this weekend, mostly, mostly shortening. Yeah, like right now, I'm having a glass of whiskey, which I think one glass of alcohol a day extends your life. Yeah, it keeps the doctor away. But forever. how how strong was my pour? Was it just a shot? I don't know. Probably more than that, and I'm probably going to have another one. So, <laughs> in two hours, I will have taken some of my life away. Yeah, but you have to really, you really have to think like, what would you have spent that portion of your life that you would have gotten doing? That's a, no, I you're, I am on board with this. Uh, like, okay, so we just we took last week off unexpectedly. Right. I wanted to talk about free agency, but my grandma passed away. She was in the hospital. She was in hospice the last couple of weeks. Uh, she had Alzheimer's. It was, you know, long time coming, but 
she was pretty steady and then hit a steep decline. She's 86 or 88. I forget, but she's old. And like watching somebody go through that process, seeing my grandpa who dealt with Alzheimer's, like if I'm healthy at 70, it's like, I'm just going to start doing whatever the, whatever the fuck I want. If I'm healthy at 75, okay. But once like I feel myself starting to decline, like I just want to get out of it as quickly as possible. Cause it like, it looks really shitty that last few years, your quality of living. So you're right. Like, I don't know how long I want to extend my life because I just want it to be done quickly. My, yeah. Okay. I, I think about that, that too. Makes sense Absolutely. what I'm saying? Or I think I about that weird? too, but I rationalize it every day with, well, when that time comes, science will have caught up to every single problem I'm going to have to face ever in my life. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a pretty good chance at that, but like, I, th- I mean, for everything, including death, I may never die. Science true. may, have, I might've been born. I might be, you know, I mean, die. the, the first person uh, to never die might've been born, you know, in 1996 is what I'm saying. Yeah. And as I tweeted today, the first baseball player to get a billion dollar contract has already been born. Nobody thought it was that That's funny. Right. I was like, <laughs> no, hey, I gotta, it's, it's almost definitely true. I'm going to take a swing for a baseball tweet, see how it plays out. Mm, so you next. Took a swing in a baseball tweet. Are you, uh, do you do anything for opening day? Do you even, do you even turn on the TV? Do you even? Well, I, hey, I went and covered the Rockies opening day. By that, I mean I did a man on the street segment. And I was going to do that this year, but that's the day the Rockies opening day is the day we're doing my grandma's funeral. So mm. uh, what I, but what I want to do is for manscaped for, cause I got to do another sponsorship video for them in April. I want to have strangers shave my body hair. Oh. I was planning on doing that at Rockies opening day. Okay. So I may go to the, I think they play Friday is their opening day. And I think then they play Saturday. So I might just go down there Saturday and have people shave me. I think that's a good promo to show how safe the shears are, right? If do you believe that they're that safe? Because I mean, you're really I haven't cut you know. myself yet. I'm not. I mean, I'm not going to have anybody shave my balls because I think yeah. that would. I think that's sexual harassment. Uh, right. Yeah. Just to ask, I think is yeah, probably I think too much. It's 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 not 2016 anymore. <laughs> No, 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 no. Back when it was perfectly fine to ask someone to shave your balls on the street. It was just a simpler time back then. Yeah. Back when Obama was still president. Yeah, back when he let that stuff fly. When he let sexual harassers do whatever they wanted. Mm -hmm. Then Trump came along and... He he really cracked down on uh, all that stuff. (laughs) He said, said, Perna, keep your balls holstered or else. (laughs) Big fan. Did you did you see the uh, the the I don't know what website put it out, but said that Joe Biden is uh, the most popular candidate amongst millennials or <laughs> yeah. something yeah. like that, and yeah. like immediately everybody just started calling bullshit. And uh, I tweeted something about it, and you know, ninety nine percent of the people get the joke, but there's always like somebody who thinks like I'm trying to make some sort of political statement. <laughs> Oh, you know, Brandon Perna always, yeah, <laughs> always, uh, you know, picking one side of the aisle. 
He loves. He knows. He knows that uh, one thing you can do uh, when you're a comedy sports personality is to piss off half and maybe even more than half of your audience. Yeah. No, I, I get that reminder anytime I make any joke. Uh, yeah. Only if it's a, a joke about a, a conservative politician. Yeah. Yeah. No, the other side, uh, I don't think they take it as hard. No. But it's, uh, I don't know. I, did, <laughs> I thought it was so funny, like Joe Biden, popular with millennials. It just made, it reminded me of Parks and Rec with like Leslie Nope started listing off like uh hot guys and like the second one was joe biden <laughs> well it's all because women women my age have seen that picture of uh joe biden when he was like 21 and he was it's just like black and white picture of him i think in like hawaii at age 21 or 22 or whatever and he's like a decent looking guy and it's like a low resolution photo and it's like okay pretty much everyone uh was pretty hot when they were 21 or 22. Like, that's just, that's how the human body works. Yeah, yeah Joe you Biden. Look your is, best. If I, okay, yeah. If any of us could pick out literally one picture uh, from like age 20, 21, 22, and then have that be the only picture that represented uh, our youth, everybody would be like, oh, wow. It, pretty pretty much everyone was hot when they were young. Pretty good looking dude, that yeah. guy. At he, he doesn't have like a Facebook where you can go and like scroll through like all like the photos of you that you didn't even know were being taken. Yeah, and, like, Joe, Joe Biden did not. Inside. He did not take a picture of himself every single day no. for the last 40 years and then upload yeah. that video to YouTube and it gets millions and millions of views. How many, yeah. how many times are people going to watch those, those videos of I took a picture of myself every day for the last three years? And it is. It's like a 23-year-old guy, and he just grows a beard. <laughs> but yeah, it, I just get fatter. <laughs> but, I mean, that's – yeah, people, like, you look at old people, and you forget that they were ever young. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No. So, they're, back to the point, like, if science does extend your life where right. you forever, but they don't figure that out until you're, like, 68, do you always want to be in that 68-year-old body? Well, eventually – if you believe in that theory that science will always catch up to any of your problems, eventually you think they can reverse age, engineering. Age, yeah. Aging reversal. You could be a 21 year old Joe Biden at age 65. That's right. Yeah. Could, could they reverse engineer you back to be just Joe Biden? Hmm. Like you if you didn't want to be, be Will Key's 21 year old, yeah. you want to be hot bod Joe Biden. You're going to do it. Uh, ah, do you think the millennials will still be all about that Joe Biden in the future? That's a good question. No, absolutely not. If he becomes president, uh, millennials will jump off the bandwagon within two weeks because they'll say something that they don't like. Mm. Yeah. And that, that has been the politics. Um, That's a politics of segment of That's our show segment. where we just say a politician's name yeah. and we discuss nothing relevant to politics. Yeah. I can't wait for someone in the comments to go like, uh, actual show starts at 1244. Here's the time. Yeah, somebody does that to every one of my videos. Like 228. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I like when they get lazy and they don't even say video starts at 228. It just put in the time code and everybody knows. <laughs> well, actually, there's a good 30 second or one minute intro that is part of the show, guy. Whoever that yeah. guy is. Yeah, then I do an ad because I got to pay my fucking bills. That's yeah, how here's how we do it. We just, once we hit record, just start talking about football. Right. <laughs> and it's upgrade. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, let's let's get into it. Let's get into it. Oh wait, one more thing. You're okay. Talking, we were looking at old. We we're like going through old family photos because yeah. I got to put a, a video together for my grandma's uh, funeral, and uh, my wife Jess saw like a picture of my young grandpa, and she was like, mm. "Oh, he he was a hot man." And then she like kept going on about how good looking my grandpa was. And we don't look a lot alike. He was a lot like stronger. He looked like fucking kind of like built like Marlon Brando-y type. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Just like oh, Sitting gee. on a bicycle. If I had to compete with my grandpa for my wife's love at the same time, he would have won. <laughs> he would have won out. I think about that sometimes too. Uh, I think I would have beat some, some sides of my family. I, yeah, definitely I have the edge. Others, not a chance in hell. Yeah, it's – we really Luckily, just need to – You don't have to um, unless yeah, – exactly. You know, yeah. The time travel happens. Unless you're, like, your, your marriage plus, like, still having your grand – I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> well, we, well we, can, we can do free agency. We can recap yeah, we what did. the Broncos did, even though, like, I've already done it, but I guess let's try to talk about it in a way that I haven't talked about, Will, in a way sure. that nobody sure. else has talked about. Could, do you yeah. think we could do that? Yeah, by literally listing what they did. Okay. Yeah, just like no opinion. Yeah. Denver Broncos right. signed Texans corner Kareem Jackson. Mm-hmm. Then, then afterwards, they signed Bears corner Bryce Callahan. Then. But before that, they signed oh, Dolphins right tackle Juwan James. Uh, okay, I'm doing, the, I'm doing the Quentin Tarantino timeline. Oh, yeah. right. We're dipping, yeah. Okay. They signed Juwan James. Um, then they re-signed Jeff Hireman, mm-hmm. tight end, already on the team. Mm-hmm. Zach Kerr, defensive end. Already on the team. Shelby Harris, very much on the team. Already. Shelby Harris, by the way, uh, he got brought up like indirectly a lot in the last couple of weeks because of that thing that uh, Antonio Brown said about Ben Roethlisberger mm. <laughs> throwing the ball to the, to the defensive lineman. Yeah, no, okay, because really, Shelby Harris was the guy yeah. who picked him off. Yeah, he might he might be the reason uh, Antonio Brown is in Oakland currently. Nobody's mentioned that. Shelby Harris broke up the Steelers. He did, yeah. If not for that, I think Le'Veon Bell returns. Uh, Bill Cowher comes out of retirement. <laughs> um, Kevin, yeah, Kevin Green laces him back up. The Steelers, yeah, go for three more. The Steelers would have three won more three rings. more Super Bowls and the Patriots yep. wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So you tell me if that was, you know, the right play. You tell me. But let's get – okay, let's actually talk about this seriously. Well, so, yeah, because a ton of shit happened. I mean – Right. Oh, it absolutely did. <laughs> Kareem Jackson. So much okay. shit. So much free agency shit happened, man. Did you guys see all of that shit that happened at free agency? It was shit like, was half happening everywhere. left, right, and center. We were all over the map. They were on the maps. Everybody was mapping uh-huh. out it, except for the Patriots who didn't do a thing. Do you, okay, question. Do you think Ian Rappaport and Adam Schefter talked to their kids? Oh, no. No. Do you think they, like... And, and it's their, not because wives. they're so busy. It's just because they have enough money now <laughs> where they don't want to. <laughs> yeah, they can pay someone to be parents for them. That's why people get rich. So you don't have to talk to your family anymore. You just send them money. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Ian Rappaport especially, I feel like he just – I 
I don't, I don't see that man, uh, you know, coming home to a family at all. I think he just like, he just like, he gets plugged in at the NFL network studios and like recharges his batteries for like twice a day. And then they're like, all right, 4am time for some scoops. And they pull Ian out and then just like power him up for, you know, like 22 more hours. And he's like, and he, and he just like, as soon as you turn him on, he's like, sources are confirming that Trevor Simeon has just signed a $2 million deal with the New York Jets. Yeah, just it's just like his brain uh, only goes to dead, which is kind of asleep. But mm-hmm. then when it's uh, awakened, it, he just is hearing text messages in his mind from sources. <laughs> he must have the strangest dreams. Uh, I, I think that out of like any job covering sports, I think that's the least uh, desirable. Yeah, me. no, that job seems horrible. The, I think you make excellent money, but yeah, the, horrible, horrible lifestyle. Yeah, and honestly, like what I did on my channel this year was close to being that horrible. Yeah. Um, the, what I've noticed, though, that to me, the difference between Ian Rappaport and Adam Schefter is uh, Adam Ian Rappaport always looks like he's he slept for two hours in the yeah. last week. Adam Schefter always looks fresh. You really think so? Yeah, mate. Yeah, I, uh, he must be doing all kinds of drugs, like cutting edge drugs, to stay awake. Yeah, Rappaport's eyes always look like they're about to fall out of his head. <laughs> I can't. I don't blame him. No, I don't. I'm. I he's don't either. Like, at, yeah, he's probably staring at those like two phones all day. We're complimenting how hard they work. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I can never during do free it. agency. Like, I'm sure it's insane. I. I believe I heard Schefter say something like if he went on vacation, he can't really enjoy it because he's just always thinking about, you know, work or if he misses something, it's just like always on his mind. So it's hard for him to detach from that work. Um, (laughs) Which is sitting by the, yeah, he's just sitting by the pool, sweating furiously, like wondering which fifth year options got declined. Oh, I didn't check in with the 35 agents I usually do the last hour. And plus, like, the weirdest thing about it is they're, like, directly competing against each other. Yeah. And it's very visible. Well, yeah. Like, I mean, Schefter like, left the NFL tells. Network and went yeah. to ESPN, which opened the door for Rappaport there. Uh, so, yeah, it's competitive. Um, and then, of course, Ian Rappaport broke the – wrong news about Antonio Brown to kick off free agency, which it looks like they they woke him up out of a dead sleep to, you know. Yeah. I was worried he was going to commit ritual suicide after that. Yeah. He just ignored it. That's the only thing you can do. Yeah. I mean, he's right most of the time, but yeah. Anyway, he confirmed uh, the, both of them confirmed uh, Kareem Jackson. So that's a move I like. Right. Because he is 30, uh, but they got him for three years on a fairly decent deal. Uh, the big thing, though, is they're getting guys that are really versatile. So him and Callahan are both yeah. really good tacklers. Cream uh, Jackson can play basically both of the corner positions and safety, uh, which was a need. Obviously, they missed out on Adrian Amos. He went to the Packers. But right. you like to have a guy – uh, that can move around a little bit. He played best last year when he was playing at safety. So I imagine that they'll pair him up with Justin Simmons most of the time. Uh, but you throw in Chris – or sorry, Bryce Callahan to go with Chris Harris. You have three 
really, really good tackling corners. And that's – it seems like that's going to be kind of the emphasis on the team. So, I, I think they're going to cut down on, you know, big big chunk run plays, uh, a lot of the run after the catch. Um, so, I, I think they've got, like, a clear plan on defense, which I think has been lacking for a little bit. It's mostly been, like, acquired yeah. talent. This it, time it was like, like let's, yeah. let's try and be better on defense. <laughs> yeah. But it, yeah, it seems like they do have a really good uh, a vision of what they want, and we'll see if that continues in the draft. Although now I think uh, – it depending, of course. I think they're going to stay away from corner at 10. I, I'm yeah, st- it, it feels like they're set there. Yeah. to It would be risky. Well, it wouldn't be risky. I don't think you can ever have you enough You never corners, know. But- yeah, you never know because the year – they signed Tlaib to go with Chris Harris back when Chris Harris was still like in his third or fourth year. They drafted Bradley Roby at the end of the first round. So yeah, and, and it's like every NFL team basically has three corners on the field almost all the time right. now. Right. Um, and the other thing I like is they were able to get Bryce Callahan and Kareem Jackson, two good corners. They're definite upgrades of what they had last year but they didn't break the bank to get either of those guys. I think they're both on three-year deals. I know Callahan's, they have a, an out after year two, and it's like a three-year $21 million deal, $10 million guaranteed. So, like, they're paying, like, they're, un, they're underpaying corners, essentially, that are talented. And Callahan broke his foot last year, so there's a, that, but I would much rather a guy be coming off a broken bone than, you know, basically any other ligament injury uh, so and he's Callahan at least he's a little bit younger than the other guys at 27 so I think it's a, a nice mix and also with they do have Isaac Yadam still and he'll be in a second year right. and so hopefully with with him he'll be able to develop a little like the developmental process will be a little bit more natural, I guess, for him. Because I feel like he wasn't ready to be a starting corner last year, but he had to be thrown out there quite a bit. And heading into last season, the Tremaine Brock signing never impressed me. I was not pleased with Adam Jones. It just felt like the secondary was going to be bad. You were hoping that the safeties were going to play really good, and they didn't. Um, And the versatility – its more than anything, it's going to be interesting to see how they deploy all of these guys because Will Parks played half linebacker most of the time. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming he'll be in the safety position more because he looked next. He looked like the best safety slash linebacker in that group. Simmons should be back in his natural position. They still have Sue Cravens. We don't know what they're going to do with linebacker. Everybody keeps saying they're going to you know probably take linebacker at ten if Bush or White. Are there, right? Is it Devin White? Yeah. Yeah, so White Bush, if either one of those – if White Bush is there, they'll grab one. Um, and I just – like, I don't know how much they need a linebacker with Cravens, Parks, and you have Kareem Jackson. Like, all these guys are can kind of play that – I don't know, that third spot. So, I'm going to – to me, I'm just going to be very interested to see – how Fangio uses all these people. Uh, you can assume one of them is going to get fucking hurt, though, so that'll that'll clear mm. up a lot of goddamn mystery. Right. Yeah, I mean, the the way, like, you think you you could 
envision this secondary really taking a step up is you kind of ex- you kind of know what to expect obviously out of Harris, Jackson, and Callahan for the most part. But if Yadam takes a step up, which it looked like he was improving throughout the season, uh, I think it's going to be like a, a, a probably you know next to obviously Edge, which is the best position on the team uh, in terms of depth and just overall skill. Corner has to be like right next to it at that point. Yeah, and isn't Yadam like six foot two? I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. You should know. He played well though, he, and he finished the year with a pick of Phil Rivers, which six one. I enjoyed. Yeah, like what? And you know, if he gets better, he's got great size. Uh, you know, I mean, Talib was what six foot, six foot one. I feel like if you've got a good corner who's also tall, it just helps when you're playing against, I don't know, a Julio Jones or some shit. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited about what his development could be. I kind of hope they take a, another corner, like mid-round somewhere. Uh, corner, or, I don't know. Well, it is interesting because they took – so they took Brandon Langley two years ago in the draft <laughs> as a third-rounder. A guy who he was a wide receiver who had converted – to corner, uh, it didn't have much experience, but they took him anyway, and he just flamed out pretty much a corner. And now he's playing wide receiver, and yeah, we saw this one video of him on Twitter, uh, like busting through some PVC pipe and then catching a ball one-handed. Based on <laughs> everything you know about Brendan Langley playing wide receiver, which is not very much, what do you think his chances of staying on the roster are? I I mean, one-handed catch, to me, just call him Odell of the Mountains. I like it. Um, oh, oh, I mean, yeah, Odell of the Mountains. That's all I got. Uh, I, know, I know Mark Schlereth said if PVC pipe's <laughs> yeah. covering him next year, this is going to work out great. And then it turned into a whole Twitter thing, and then they got together – uh, and talked about God, and now they're they're friends. So uh, I I invite all the haters to come out and get dinner and speak about uh, our Lord and Savior with me anytime. <laughs> What's well, funny, yeah, because I think Langley said something about like, uh, you need God in your life if you want. I don't know something like that. And Schlereth is super religious already. So that's <laughs> strange. I don't. A man, uh, I guess if you trust in God, you just feel you feel comfortable enough to pee yourself in public. It, only only God can judge you at that point. Right. So it makes Sarah sense. did on uh, with Barstool, right? I mean, like on the oh, field. Oh, no, well, he peed on bar and during the yeah. too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you mean. Right. Um, yeah, but they, they hashed it out. What did he say? Uh, Langley with this picture with Schlereth, great dinner with an even better person who has a burning passion for the game. Loved our conversation this evening. You're a stand-up guy in my book. Schlereth, wonderful dinner and conversation with uh, Langley last night. Love your passion and story, and I'm rooting for you. So that got blown out of proportion anyway because what Schlereth said was it was just funny. It was like he wasn't (laughs) – he wasn't like totally was, yeah. sitting on Langley. He's like, yeah, yeah. if you could, if PB, like, because he ran through a P, like a little soccer goal thing. No, but he like he made like a, a correct point, which is like, how is this supposed to tell us anything? Yeah, exactly. Other than like he made a really nice catch. 
but like how that's why like, i can call him odell of the mountains we don't correct know. uh yeah. i mean they the broncos did release jordan taylor um it's, it's true so they've got okay so sanders obviously coming back uh now they picked him up sutton's gonna be on the roster Deshaun hamilton uh tim patrick i think they'll keep yeah patrick i think is your patrick's the guy who could end up being like the number two receiver we we expected yeah. to be sanders and sutton you know like he's the guy who looked at times like the i don't know he just looked like the best receiver to me at times i think sutton will get there with the talent but i don't know patrick just he was consistent like yeah we kept reliable, expecting reliable. Deshaun, yeah we kept expecting hamilton to do something and he did eventually when sanders went out kind of you know, by need, like who else are you going to throw the ball to? But Patrick was kind of there all season. They didn't have like gaudy numbers. I think he had like 25 catches, but he like, he never got too high or too low. He's like, he's just yeah. one of those guys. He didn't get a ton of, yeah, he looks so, I mean, I think Langley's going to have to. Like an Andre to... Caldwell type almost. Oh yeah. We'll call we'll call the well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Langley's going to, he's got tough competition ahead of him, but. It depends if they draft anyone too. Right. They could still draft somebody, but I think they will. And he's also, I think Langley's got the athleticism that could make him a good receiver. Uh, They, the Broncos still don't have like a slot player. I know Deshaun Hamilton's kind of supposed to be that guy. Emmanuel Sanders sort of just doesn't want to be that guy. They wanted Um, to, they were um, apparently looking at Adam Humphreys. Right. By the way, turned down the Patriots for the Tennessee Titans. So smart man. The, yeah. new, the, 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 the Patriots of the future, the Titans, dude. Um, Correct call by him. Uh, they'll be catching passes from Ryan Tannehill in no time. Got a lot of respect <laughs> for Humphreys now. They told the Patriots to piss off. Go fuck yourself, Tom Brady. Um, but, so, I, I mean, I that might likely, be yeah. – The point was, <laughs> I think if he can play in the slot, then we could see Pretty him play big, yeah. an amount of time next season. But uh, there's – there's competition there. Yeah. If they're looking for a slot wide receiver, might I suggest uh, Hunter Renfro from Clemson? I think he's about 28 now. He's, he's, he's like a, he's been in college longer than Van Wilder, but I, I think he's polished. I think he's polished right now. He is so ready to catch like 33 passes for uh, like 400 yards and three touchdowns. He's ready to be the next Cole Beasley, man. Yep. Hopefully uh, not rapping now. Right. Anyway, um, we like um, all the signings. Yeah, I mean, there. yeah, three big signings. I feel good about all of them. I think the biggest question mark is probably Juwan James at right tackle. He's the best available right. tackle. But honestly, like, if he can just be average at that position. That's all you need. <laughs> we've had – the Broncos have had – the worst time with right tackle uh, trying to fill that spot. Um, and I guess I'm going to just remain confident that Mike Munchak's going to get the best out of him. That's the catch all. Yeah. It's just, it doesn't matter who you sign as long as you have a good catch because the, the Patriots proved that. And Trent Brown is a very rich man today because he got coached by Dante Skarnecchia. One season. Combined, combined with um, Tom Brady getting rid of the ball and, you know, Tom Brady getting rid of the ball yeah. in a shorter amount of time than it takes uh, Rick Pitino to finish at an Italian restaurant. Ooh, what a reference. 
timely because of March Madness. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think we'll wait, find wait, out. Wait, 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 Brandon, 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 Brandon. Who, who do you have it? Who do you have winning it all in your bracket? For college? Or I don't care. Basketball? Just kidding. <laughs> You're setting me up for that. I yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you didn't realize is my college basketball knowledge is almost non-existent. I, I can tell you one thing about college basketball, and it is Zion Williamson. Mm-hmm. That's you think it. you should? You think you should sign with Nike? Uh, or yeah, specifically the right amount of money. Specifically, Air Monarchs. <laughs> <laughs> I like Nike for exercising, but I wear day to day. I wear Reebok. Oh, I don't think Reebok's making a comeback. I buy maybe. their retro shit. I buy all of their classics. Not oh, maybe. I think he should. Um, I think he should be the first player to sign with like a like a sandal brand. Ooh. And just wear san- athletic sandals, just to prove how athletic he is. Like I can dunk in sandals. Yeah, or be the first player to sign with two companies. And wear one shoe on each foot. Oh, double the revenue. What would be more dangerous to his health? Wearing two different shoes or wearing uh, athletic sandals? Absolutely sandals. <laughs> okay. Your faith in sandals is a little yeah. disappointing. Uh, depends if we're talking about flip-flops or like actual, you know, sandals that you strap on your feet. Remember those uh, shoes where like your toes were individual? Yeah, the toe shoes, yeah. And they, they were, like, supposed to be better for your feet. And then after a little while, like, they're like, no, these are terrible. It's actually horrible. Yeah. You should not be doing athletic athletic anything yeah. in these feet. In these, one, yeah. yeah, one week and your, and your toes look like Tori Holt's fingers, all bent in different directions. Oh, man. I think uh, the move is – wait, I just forgot. What were you going to say? Talking about shoes. Yeah, I was gonna go. I was gonna get. get oh, Heelys, Heelys. He's gotta. He's gotta wear Heelys. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. That wasn't worth uh, coming no. back to. But. But that's all right. I was gonna say, what did you think of the uh, of the Broncos re-signing Jeff Hireman? Okay, I. Actually, I feel yeah. like you're a little high higher on Hireman than I am. I do. Yeah. No, I like him. I don't think he's ever played with a very good quarterback. Uh, I think when he's in, he's pretty impactful. He's. I like having a guy that you know is just gonna stiff arm someone once a game, kind of like Vance McDonald. Um, no, I think he's a good guy to have around at a good price. Obviously, if Jake Butt gets back and healthy, which is just a complete question mark at this point. Now that he's tear, he's torn an ACL three separate times dating back to high school. Uh, him starting and then Hireman kind of you know complimenting him on the other side is the ideal situation. Uh, and then you don't know what you're going to get, obviously, from Troy Fumagalli. But I, I know they're they're probably not in a position to take the two Iowa tight ends at 10. Uh, not that they're going to go before them, but it would be a reach, I think, to take either of them at that point. So, yeah, I think um, he's, kind of a, he's kind of an insurance that you need if you're counting on Jake Butt to, you know, start at, start at tight end for you. 
Right. Yeah, it's it is an insurance signing. It's like we're not going to sign a free agent tight end, so we'll bring you back, basically. Correct. Yeah. Um, also, I don't think the market was great for him, which uh, no, shouldn't be surprising because the market wasn't even good for like Jared Cook. Yeah, it's Jared Cook still hasn't signed, right? No, he hasn't. You know what's crazy is there are so many edge rushers out there right now too. Yeah, you could just sign Justin Houston. It's not like he's like 40 years old. He's 30 years old. He's 30, and he's still pretty damn good. good. Like, oh, the Chiefs, man. Let's talk about the Chiefs for a minute because they – they – I mean, okay. They're probably going to be fine because they have Patrick Mahomes. But if, I don't know if there's any team who did a better job at getting worse this offseason. Mm. Yeah, they but cut did Justin you see Houston, it? they trade away <laughs> Ford. They have to cut Eric Berry. Mm. Uh, Counterpoint, in, not going to be offsides anymore. They, yeah, they brought in uh, Tyron Matthew. Yep. Um, so and that, also. <laughs> that swaps out yeah. Berry. But now Tyreek Hill may be in trouble again. So they lose Kareem Hunt at the, you know, late last season, and they may lose Tyreek Hill. Uh, we'll, we'll save judgment until we right. actually know what's happening there. But if he broke a kid's arm, his kid's I'll say, arm. I'll say hypothetically. I'll just say hypothetically. Uh, speaking completely uh, in quotations here, or in parenthesis, whatever you want. Um, hypothetically, if he did the – did do the things that he was uh, alleged to have done. Uh, probably shouldn't be playing in the NFL anymore. No, he'll be done, and the Chiefs will be down to having Travis Kelsey and Sammy Watkins. I want Travis Kelsey done too because uh, you see those McDonald's commercials that were on like fucking six times a minute uh, in the playoffs. Oh, I'm, yeah. He does he know how many people die of heart disease in this country, and he's out here uh, collecting a check from McDonald's, like uh, like it's nothing. I would collect that check. I would too. I would too. I'm just trying. I'm trying to trying to find a reason. Tear down a divisional opponent. Yeah. Yeah. Now, like I said, they'll probably be fine because they have a good quarterback, but (laughs) their plan was to make their defense (laughs) even worse. They did a great job. I mean, yeah. I, well, I get that they're in a position where they weren't going to be able to keep D Ford and Justin Houston. I don't know why you get rid of both of those guys. I don't, certainly don't know why you trade away the younger of the two in, in D Ford. Uh, I don't know. I, I hope it, it pans out as poorly as I think it will. Um, but I thought their defense was going to hold them back last year. Obviously it didn't. Uh, but Oh, it did at the end. Well, yeah, it didn't get him to the Super Bowl, that's for sure. But I picked the Broncos to be better than them in the division. I mean, there's so. there's kind of like a theory uh, among the analytics nerds uh, right now that pressuring the quarterback is less valuable than having a, a strong secondary because you can scheme a, a pass rusher out of the you know out of the play either by chipping or adding an extra offensive lineman or rolling away from the pressure. But if you've got like a guy like, you know, uh, Teron Matthew, for example, covering 
the slot wide receiver. Like there, you can't scheme away from that. Like he's right. just covering that guy. And so that's kind of a, a movement that they may have, it may have informed their offensive or well, their defensive. You've seen the Patriots moves. do that, right? Right. Uh, but the the problem is the Chiefs don't have a great secondary. No, it's not. Like it, they replaced their best player, who is always hurt in Eric Berry, with a guy who maybe at his best you could say is as good as Eric Berry. Uh, but they still don't have. I I, I, don't no, know, I guess no, I'll have to look at their corners. Yeah. I think their corners got better towards the end of the season. Teron Matthew, known drug user. Uh, yeah, <laughs> kicked out of college. Just saying. Who's, who's their white safety or corner? Uh, Daniel Sorensen. Yeah, I feel like he wasn't that good, but then like he had a really great game in the playoffs. I was like, where the fuck that? Where's they all had a great game? Uh, suddenly, like against the against the Colts. Yeah, so maybe there's young talent on there. What we really need is we just like, need something like we need Chris Jones to. Uh, I don't want anything horrible to happen to him because I think the Chiefs have, like, they've done enough horrible stuff themselves. Uh, I think he needs to, like, get caught in, like, a situation like Jose Canseco, uh, not current Jose Canseco, but, like, Simpsons Jose Canseco where there's a burning house and he spends the entire season trying to uh, remove all the furniture one by one. Yeah, and that's how it, we get rid of him. And that's how hard. Joe Flacco has time to throw. Chris Jones, because he seems so likable. And he's their only really – well, yeah, he's their, he is their defense now. We'll see. I he think likable. His dick came out during the 40-yard dash at the combine. Oh, that was him? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was Chris Jones. Oh, yeah, he is my favorite. <laughs> he could be my favorite guy in the AFC. Uh, why did – once that happened, he should have been the first overall draft pick. That should be a rule. If your dick falls out of the combine, which is silly thing the NFL makes money off of anyway, you should get to go number one overall. Except you get to pick your team. You don't have to go play for a shitty team. Yeah, I'll see. Yeah, your first. It actually okay. The order stays exactly the same, (laughs) but it starts with you getting to just pick which team you want to go play for. If your dick falls out at the combine, because. (laughs) Seems fair. Then they go to like instant replay to see like if he if he <laughs> he took it out on purpose or if it fell naturally out of his pants. Yeah. Yeah, they go up to New York to confirm. No, yeah, I think I think you're right, and he should be able to sign an endorsement deal with uh, Trojan or, or Matt, probably in his case Magnum, um, or like any you know gas station dick pill of your choosing, extends whatever, and you know. Whatever you, yeah, whatever you use. I'm trying to think. No, I've never. It, is extends? Is it supposed to make your dick bigger, or is it just give you? <laughs> I would imagine, bag? based on the, uh, based on the name. Yeah. I don't think it would. I, I mean, I think obviously it, just, it doesn't work because if it did, every guy would know about it, and every guy yeah. would be using it. Even the guys who didn't need it would be trying to make their dicks bigger. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm surprised they haven't figured that one out yet. I, I I just think it's I, it's fascinating every time I go to a gas station and walk in just there's a there's a dick pill section. Well, you, yeah, you know. I'm just saying like I'm surprised science hasn't figured out right. how to just make dicks bigger. That's a good question. Um, 
Because well, like, there's like that but, one guy who died like trying to get surgery on his dick to make it bigger. Like recently. Oh, recently, huh? Yeah. Shouldn't have laughed. <laughs> Rest in peace. Uh, he was just trying to better himself. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Who can blame And every lover he was with. It's a risky procedure, but god damn it, it was worth it. Uh, it just seems like the one thing that you could always get money behind from a bunch of old white congressmen. Oh, yeah, we'll help you out with that, bud. Breaking news off the wire. How much we do lo- you need? We for- lost Robert Kraft today. Yeah. All much- flags will be held at half-mast in his honor. How much money do uh, we need to put into dick enlargement research? <laughs> a billion? Roughly a, roughly a third of the national budget. We'll give you $50 billion. <laughs> nobody will bat an eye. Not a single man will vote against this. <laughs> That's my platform. Except Chris Jones. You don't need it. Yeah, just dick, dick, uh, dick increasing, and no, or yeah. I mean, it's that, or we need to um, stop giving the people who already have that advantage naturally uh, a head start. Because if they get ahead to it, if they get a hold of that technology, uh, it's all going to be relative, and you know, no one has a big dick anymore. Or they they still do, but you know, normal. If that guys, happens and everybody does get them, people are going to seek out the small dicks. That's what's going to happen. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, you better believe. not guys. The women are be like, I'm sick of all these giant, disgusting weenuses. I think I I can't speak for women on in this you know on this topic. I just I can. can't. I know. I know, I know women. My you know women inside and out. Yeah. My ninety-seven percent male audience understands that I understand women. Well, judging by that, and say like, there's you know, if we get five thousand listeners on this podcast, we won't three percent. <laughs> not anymore. We won't. Three uh, percent of them are women. That makes. You know, my math, if my math is correct, it's at least 15 women. And, yeah. So, let us know. What do you think? Is Brandon right? Probably All right. All dicks were big. Would a smaller dick be sought after? Question of the century, really. Hmm. Anyway, speaking – okay, here's a good segue. Uh, you you brought up uh, in the rundown the Flacco meter. Where's our Flacco meter? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I like to, you know, pronounce it correctly. It's the flacometer. <laughs> the flacometer the flacometer it's better i'll tell you this having seen him having seen how handsome he is uh good looking guy god lord yeah um i i although i just disagree when you said that he was the most uh attractive quarterback in our franchise's history well, i got I, so many responses to that thing. yeah i know who I, do you think is better uh probably osweiler i would I just know that my girlfriend at the time uh, thought Osweiler was super attractive. Yeah, no, uh, he... To the point where she left me for him. (laughs) Not even for him. She was just like, "Uh, this... I see there's so many more possibilities. (laughs) Yeah, it's like... Now, Osweiler... Osweiler didn't come up in that list. Tim Tebow did. Brady Quinn did. Yeah, I guess Brady Quinn. Um... A few Jake Plummers, which surprised me. With the mustache, maybe. I, I guess, you know, Plummer's kind of like that rugged sort of 
Mm-hmm. I think Plummer's personality too carries a lot of a lot of weight there. But yeah, I mean, you let us know. Brady Quinn, Tim Tebow, Joe Flacco, Plummer, throw in throw in Will Keys's Osweiler. Uh, who is the best looking Broncos quarterback? I'm sticking by Flacco. Uh, Tim Tebow to me, like I get what people He's... see there, but he also kind of looks weird to me sometimes. Yeah, like Tim weird. Tebow kind of creeps me out. The it's way kinda, he... it's got a little bit of a bird nose. That's it. It's his nose. His yeah. nose is weird to me. Yeah. Yeah. If he gets a nose job, then yeah, he can compete with Flacco. The thing he's Flacco... also a little too buff at times. Yeah, Brock Osweiler a little too tall. Flacco Agreed. almost yeah. as tall, but just was he like six six? I think so. Yeah. He. I mean, he kind of towered over Elway. Right. Yeah. Six six. I think is the cutoff from like very tall to like circus freak which is osweiler yeah. and paxton lynch yeah exactly uh, yeah and paxton lynch got engaged did he Good for uh him. and robert Kraft denied the plea he was offered offered so that was a lot of news that happened Basically. little bits of news yeah he had to admit that he was guilty and they would drop all the charges and he said no Oh boy! I hope so, they just—I ex- I hope they extend it throughout the entire season. Then it's yeah. just a cloud hanging over the Patriots. Although so they'll, now, they will use it as motivation for another Super Bowl. Just, yeah. just wait. So now the collective group of guys accused are trying to make sure that the videos never become public. Is the other thing that's happening? I I don't know if there's a huge market for those videos. <laughs> No, you're right. But I mean, once if if it gets published because it's Robert Kraft, that people are, it's going to be everywhere. I get why they wouldn't want it, and I agree that it, I don't think that shit should be made public to us. Uh, I feel like they should be able to use it in court to be like, yeah, that's Robert Kraft paying yep. for sex and receiving this is, sex. This is him. This, this is, him. is him being guilty. We said we had dropped these charges if you just said you weren't guilty. <laughs> now you're wasting all our time. Because we have this video evidence of you we'll doing. We'll literally let what, let you walk scot free. <laughs> God, absolutely I not. Um, I think his it's just his kink is just like uh, his sex capades being in the, you know, being in the in the news cycle. Yeah, my what I was wondering was how many times has has Kraft paid for sex since getting arrested? Uh, yeah, he got arrested. Yeah, um, whatever he did, whatever. How, how many right. times has he paid for sex since then? Yeah, but he didn't pay to get into USC, so Ooh, oh, yeah, this college scandals, yeah, so Can't much we, we could really talk about. But <laughs> I know, well, we've got some NFL stuff to talk about, I think, quickly. Yeah, oh, we have to talk about Vontez Perfect. Yeah, I mean, we could talk about the Raiders too because. I thought they, man, they were doing pretty good. I feel like <laughs> they were. Just, I felt like they overspent for a, a tackle, but correct. Uh, between they drafted two guys last year, you're not going to regret having an excess of offensive linemen. Then they get Antonio Brown. Obviously, if he produces on the field, that's an upgrade. Be worth it, yeah. They added Lamarcus Joyner. I think a nice piece to their secondary. Um, they're close. Apparently, uh, Tyrell to, Williams from yeah. the Chargers. That was probably an overpay. 
an He's overpay. Getting eleven million dollars a year. At least they're they got I guess younger there because <laughs> they released Jordy Nelson. Um, awesome. But I mean, if it seemed like they were doing, they were making their team better. And for the, crazy for as the extreme did, short term, yes. I guess like in the flashy way, the flashy way of like, oh, if these guys, like these guys can play really well, they probably overpay yeah. for all of them, but maybe they get a good year or two out of them. Maybe they're a lot better. And then they throw then, perfect into the mix. Yeah. And I did, okay, so I didn't even put two and two together. I was like, oh, yeah. I saw people like, Perfect with Antonio Brown. I was like, yeah, those are two personalities. They're probably going to clash. And then I was like, oh, wait, that's the guy who knocked his head off in the wild card round. Broncos fans should love Perfect because he if Antonio Brown played against the Broncos in the playoffs, right. I don't know if they win that game. Uh, Counterpoint, uh, had he not done anything at all, they probably would have just gotten to play the Bengals. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's true. <laughs> So, I, you know, either Fair way. <laughs> somebody, I think somebody played audio from, um, because then Juju Smith-Schuster lit up Antonio, or uh, Vontez Perfect. Mm-hmm. John Gruden was doing the call when that happened. And Gruden, like, laid into Juju Smith-Schuster. was like, that's <laughs> just kind of hit. That shouldn't be in football. Really made Gruden sound like a bitch, if you ask me. A football bitch. Yeah. Let me let me let me clarify there. <laughs> um, just kind of seemed out of character for Gruden to be saying that about a hit. And then they went to the locker room. Yeah, they, they cut to the yeah. locker room, and there was Antonio Brown in the background. Kept saying, "That's karma. That's karma. That's what he gets. That's karma." Talking about Burfitt getting knocked out by Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, so then, yeah, then now you're putting both of those guys in the same locker room. Any chance like Gruden just missed that game? What do you the mean? Wild, the wild card game? He just doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know that they don't. They don't. It's like possible it. because he like. I'm pretty sure he announced like the game right before it. He's like, oh, I don't have time for this. I got to get on a flight. He's like, I'll I'll check the score later. He doesn't seem like a guy who like reads the internet or no watches no, no. There's TV. A, yeah, there's a good chance he still doesn't know. Yeah, he's just learning this. He's gonna learn this. Soon, it's like so. week. Four of practice. He's like, "Wait, you guys, you guys uh, not getting along?" Yeah. What? What's the problem? <laughs> what's the problem, pal? Somebody uh, sleep with someone's girlfriend here? <laughs> no. 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 This guy tried to kill me on the football field. Kill me. Yeah. When Joey Porter got involved at some point. Yeah. <laughs> Joey Porter, Mike Munchak. Uh, I think. Well, he was. He was oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, a couple of future Broncos at the time. They're all just coming to the AFC West. Mm-hmm. The, the NFC or the AFC North. We're yeah. just sending our leftovers all to the AFC West. <laughs> we got uh, Flacco. We got Perfect. We got Brown. Except for the Browns, apparently, because they've got their own super team. They don't, need to, they don't have any leftovers. Oh, man, I hope all of those players stay healthy. I'm going the opposite direction. I officially uh, – I'm you're rooting off. against the Browns. You're real. I don't like them. I don't like them. You're a dick. You didn't go to that Saturday night game against the Browns. You didn't see their fans. They – you give them seven wins, 
and all of a sudden they think they are the new New England Patriots. They, you know, they've got this sense of entitlement. Oh, we're not 0-16 anymore. We're 7-8-1. Well, Ugh. I mean that's that's any fan base really. Mm, the Cleveland. I'm sure people are saying that about Nuggets fans right now. Yeah, but it's not as extreme as the Browns. You can't know that. <laughs> There's no way there. for you to know that. I was that. there. I was. No, there. I, look, look. I'm, football fans suck, man. I'm all not of saying, them. All I'm of not them. Yes. They weren't, they weren't shitty there. Um. But I'm going to root for the Browns. Except for everyone listening to this podcast. All football fans are terrible. Yeah, except for you guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm talking about in at games. Correct. Football, football, like, get drunk. I don't like being around half those people. They're no. fucking annoying. <laughs> Especially when they don't know what they're well, – that's what really bothers me is when they don't know what they're talking about. Like, if you're angry and drunk and you're saying smart shit and that, that's also mean – I'll, I'll give it to you. I'll be like, yeah, that, yeah, that crazy fucking drunk guy's right. But when, <laughs> when they start saying things like, That's right, our right tackle does suck. When they start saying shit like, oh, you, you don't, you haven't watched much football, maybe at all in your life. Mm-hmm. You're just, you needed something to vent your. You just needed, uh, you just needed a public event to get yeah. hammered. Yeah. That's what annoys me. Anyway, I, I went down a different road there. You, you, you're you're going to be ahead of the curve because yeah. if the Browns are good, and if they're good for maybe a couple years, every, they're going to be super annoying. Uh, they've got a lot of annoying personalities already coming together. Baker. But Odell. Possibly Jarvis Landry. Yeah. Kareem Hunt. <laughs> annoying. <laughs> yeah, he's such an annoying personality, that Kareem Hunt. What a jerk. <laughs> Uh, I'm assuming. Uh, so you're the off the Browns. You're gonna hate them. Yeah, I'm off them. Who are you? Gonna, are you gonna, you're gonna root for the Bengals then in the AFC North? You got to pick an AFC North team now. If I'll you're take off the, ba- the Browns, yeah, I'll take the Bengals. Okay, I'll take the Bengals. <laughs> Who's their coach? Who the fuck's the Bengals? Oh, coach? Zach Taylor, Rams oh, quarterback coach. That's right. Zach they Taylor. definitely definitely didn't regret their decision after the Super Bowl. And who's the Packers coach? Matt Lafleur. Lafleur. I thought it was. And yeah. I thought in my head that uh, I was thinking that earlier today. I was like, "Did they give it to Lafleur?" I was like, "That doesn't sound right." It is. No, it, it doesn't feel like uh, he doesn't feel old or fat enough to co- to coach the Packers. No, but you have to have at least one of those qualities. Yeah, I feel like you got to be a rugged sort of guy yeah. who's lived. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not not some like uh, glasses wearing doofus from the Titans. Glasses wearing. <laughs> I need a big hefty boy like Mike Holmgren. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, to reel in Brett Favre. Oh, Mike Holmgren. The man had an appetite, just like Andy Reid. Uh, they're the same guy. <laughs> like, Basically, I'm not convinced that they're not. <laughs> Have you ever seen them in the same room together? Actually, I yes, because they, I'm pretty sure they coach together. On the same sideline. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's, like, plenty of NFL film shot yeah. of, like, literally them talking to each Holmgren's other. Holmgren's got a very impressive coaching tree. They might just be brothers. They could be. They just didn't, like, they're just like, we they, make a big done, deal out of this. Yeah, maybe. 23 and me. Where, yeah, do we have any footage of Mike Holmgren when he was 
12 or 13 years old in a punt pass and kick contest. That might've been two kids like in a trench coat throwing that football. Don't know. That's the largest largest 10 year old or whatever he is I've ever seen. Every time I see them, like, yeah, it's the right time for them to show this on Monday night football again. Yep. Or whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, Okay. We're, we're on the Packers and, I don't know. May, maybe I found this more entertaining than you did, Will. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but Aaron Rodgers posted uh, – it was like three pictures of him and Randall Cobb, Cobb where they're like hugging. And one picture looks like they're going to cry or some shit. I think he was crying. I don't think there yeah, was they, any going to crying. about it. And Randall Cobb, of course, he signed with the uh, Cowboys, right? Yep. Yeah, he's going to Dallas. And so under the post – uh at first i didn't realize he was it was it was a quote but then i was like oh yeah that's from shawshank but um rogers wrote i have to remind myself that some birds aren't meant to be caged and when they fly away the part of you that knows it was a sin to lock them up does rejoice still the place you live in still the place you live in is that much more drab and empty that they're gone I guess I just missed my friend. So he, he was trying to put a, a touching quote for the departure of Randall Cobb. Uh, let's paint the picture a little bit. So I, Aaron Rodgers is Morgan Freeman and Randall Cobb is Andy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tim Robbins. Yeah. And Lambeau field is the, is the prison and free agency was the mile of shit. Yeah, because see, this is what doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> it sounds like Aaron Rodgers was keeping Randall Cobb in a hell that he didn't want to be in. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's much better to play for Dak Prescott than yeah. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> it was very bizarre. Like, I guess my the, just the first thing I thought of was like, well, maybe if he should have thrown the ball more over the last two years – I know he had injuries. You both had injuries. But if you really didn't want him to go. Also, I think you're making all the personnel decisions there now. So It should be. I feel like if Cobb, if they really wanted to keep him, they could. I respect that Rodgers was showing appreciation for him. Yeah, I mean, it does look like they look into each other's eyes and cry. I love Aaron Rodgers. I'm not going to hold that back. It just – it just, the quote just didn't seem to fit the situation is my fucking point. It was very strange. Um, I'm all for applying uh, movie quotes to Ex- football situations. Nobody's going to support that more than you and I. Right. Uh, just, I feel like Aaron Rodgers, like, watch a different movie. Everybody's seen Shawshank. Yeah, Nobody that's the other thing. Nobody needs to quote Shawshank anymore. Most yeah. overrated, like... It's, I feel like Sha- and it's, a, it's, it's a great movie. Fucking TNT-ass movie. Yeah, it's like the movie that I feel like not movie people go to yeah. when they want hold, to mention Yeah, they like hold up movie. as like the best movie of all time. They're like, yeah, no, no, I'm a big fan of Shawshank. Oh, cool, dude. I've, yeah. movies I, also, I also have basic cable. <laughs> we watched that in school, like high school. I'm pretty I sure. did too. Fucking- I watched it in class. Something about that. I mean, there's there's insinuation of rape in that movie. Uh, it's like, you know, a little dark, but people love it. People love that story. It's a it's a tale as old as time. I guess when you just have Morgan Freeman talking for two hours, you're gonna be like, "Yep, yeah, I enjoyed whatever I just 
whatever that was. Yeah, very pleasant on the ears. Very. Anyway, I don't, I wanted to talk about that, so we did. <laughs> uh, what else do we have? I'm We're ending to... with draft QB talk, Will, is what you have. That's right, yeah. So someone asked me uh, my thoughts on the quarterbacks in this draft. Don't know why, because my thoughts are bad. Um, but I'm going to give them to you anyway. So my list kind of goes – uh, Haskins is, I think, the number one. Then I think he gets a Kyler Murray, although I'm not going to be surprised if they flip spots in the actual draft. And yeah. Murray ends up with the Cardinals and Haskins goes to the Giants, which I think is the most likely situation. Did you see – Did we didn't talk about Kyler Murray's pro football focus grade, did we? No. Oh, okay. So I shared you – I don't know. Like, I got that – thing that charted out like all the pro football focus grades for the college quarterbacks uh-huh. and you know how they have like that uh, octagon type grading thing yeah 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 yeah. where it's like arm strength mobility accuracy and yeah you, know, you want every the guys, like as far to the edge of the circle as yeah you know, and as everybody's got some sort of weird jagged sort of thing Height. Going through right kyler murray's was almost just an outline of the circle <laughs> Yeah. Their evaluation was he had zero weaknesses. <laughs> and don't Jeez. get me wrong, the pro, there are flaws in pro football focus. Uh, I can think uh, of like three. Uh, he's short as fuck. Um, awkward ass dude to interview, clearly, which Dan Patrick proved. Um, I actually can't think of a third. Oh, can't beat Alabama. So there you go. <laughs> Bama, can't beat Bama. Look, if you can't beat Alabama, how are you going to beat the Browns? I think you're right. I think Haskins looks like – like if you're going to take a quarterback in the first 10 there, yeah, he looks like pick. the guy you want. Yeah. Um, and I think I was watching some uh, – I think Brett Coleman was putting out clips of him evaluating Haskins and talking about like some of the things he was really impressed with. And I watched him. I was like, oh, yeah, shit, that was, was a good NFL-like level throw. Uh, I've watched very little of Kyler Murray. Uh, but again, he's going to be my favorite. He's my number one, Will. And he would not let him let them remeasure his height. So I know Which clearly means he. I would. know he's under five ten, and that you puts him back down. I don't know how. Like, how do you think you could, would like cheat? Other than, I told like, you, Frodo feet. How does those fake Frodo feet? Oh, Maybe oh, I, I see, you. I see. So like. You put okay, up, so he's got fake feet, yeah. They look like your feet, but they're not. They're just extensions. Interesting. Like your, they're Timberlands, but for your – just they look like feet. At least that's how I would have done it. I was thinking, like, I was wondering if, like, before the combine, like, he got stretched out on, like, one of those medieval torture devices. Oh, like in Gattaca? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, or like Braveheart. And slowly pulls him down. <laughs> right, it, yeah. Oh, no, you can't run anymore, Kyler, but you're 5'11 now. <laughs> what do you do? Welcome to the NFL. You're on the Arizona Cardinals now. I th- yeah, I don't know. I uh, The Baker Mayfield thing is is probably helping his, his, his stock right now, uh, although he's more athletic than Baker Mayfield. He's got some limitations, too, he, obviously, because of the height. Yeah, he's got some – like, he's there's something there. It's for me, like, I just feel like he has to go to the right place. Yeah, and I don't think Arizona's it. <laughs> yeah. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, I'll agree with you. 
that's the thing about this quarterback draft, though. I think all of the quarterbacks feel like they need to land in the right situation for them. Yeah, there's no, there's no one perfect. There's no, no uh, clear number one. Uh, you got obviously you got Drew Locke, who we've talked about on the show, who's probably the most likely to go to Denver at ten. Not saying that's like the most likely landing spot, but out of all the quarterbacks, the Broncos are looking at. You know, Locke's probably the best fit there, uh, as far as what Elway is looking for. Although they're yeah. going to talk to Haskins too. You got Daniel Jones. Are they, are they going to talk to Haskins? Yeah, that'd yeah. be interesting. I think they uh, just came up on Twitter. It's. Uh, the thing yeah. that's going to be fun because well, I don't know if Arizona is actually going to take Kyler Murray. Uh, I don't know why they would be trying to game what they would do with the number one pick, yes. but it would be funny if they are. Also, I don't know what the Raiders are going to do it for. Uh, They're probably number two on the list for Kyler Murray. <laughs> right. Like the, the team that you look at who needs a quarterback the most is the Giants, but by the time they pick, two quarterbacks could already be off the board. So right, this I think that yeah I think they're just gonna extend Eli for another like five years. Yeah, we'll, we'll roll with Eli. Yeah, I mean, I guess the Giants. You could argue. I I said the Chiefs may have gotten shittier the most. The Giants are right up there with hard them. to yeah hard to beat that. Um, yeah, you got the wild card for the Broncos. Obviously, Tyree Jackson, LA might just like get seduced by that height again. He's six seven. Oh yeah. Um, I got asked about Will Greer too. So um, another he, will. Yeah. Yeah, I give him points for that. Um kind of dubious what happened at Florida. I don't know. I don't really what I don't know anything about Will. He Greer. got he got kicked out for I believe oh, he or suspended or something he transferred. I don't know. Something weird happened. Um I think it had to do with PF or PFTs. Uh, <laughs> he's watching he's looking up too much pro football talk. Um he also has like uh like really cool YouTube star, possibly Vine star brothers. Uh, I don't know if that uh, puts him down on your board or, or up. He's also hate, pretty I, inaccurate. I hate competition. I do too. I fucking hate it. Yeah. I wish like everything was just easy for me. Correct. Correct. Um, and I was always considered the best. I, I, tell me about it. I just want to get to the top without earning it. <laughs> don't we all? We can't, I don't know, well. It's all I've ever fucking wanted, and it's not happened. Maybe if your mom uh, starred on a little sitcom called Full House for several years. Yeah. Could have done it. Could have done it, too. Could have still not had my parents. Well, they paid, they paid for a good amount of my college, so it wouldn't have been too different, I guess. I got well, you, yeah, I mean... You just went for. Uh, I never had a games. desire. You went for game party. days and oh, tailgates yeah. and frat I, parties. I, want, I went to an art school. I wanted to do video yeah. and <laughs> color. You know all the all the frat parties at art school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Clearly, a lot of orgies though. Mm. Never got the invite, but I heard. Well, <laughs> you know, uh, as the as the movie Eyes Wide Shut uh, taught us all, you do not need an invite to get into an orgy. No, you just need a, a you just a need mask the right mask. Yeah, with a nose long enough to be a dick. <laughs> uh, that's a, that's what, that's the requirement to get into uh, the orgy. You just gotta know the right piano player. Uh, you gotta have a shit ton of money. Oh, I haven't watched that movie forever. Oh, that's such a good movie. I think I was in high school the last time I watched Eyes Wide Shut. That movie, 
Yeah, no, that's a that's a good one. That movie was so good it killed Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> it's like, wow, I can't believe I made this. I'm done. Uh, yeah, I'm dead. Done. Fuck this, Kubrick is out of here. He just, he just got tired of editing, so he's like, I'll just die instead. Yeah, Kubrick's like a guy I would never want to work for. No, because the you're going to be shooting for fucking two years at a time. Those people are insane. They are. They also make great movies, so. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> like, Wouldn't want wouldn't to act for them, I think, specifically. And, like, you could look at what they do. And you could say, you could say a couple things. You could say one, maybe if they're a little more organized, they wouldn't uh, waste so much time. Or two, sure. they already got what they needed for the movie, and now they're just wasting everyone's time because they are uh, so neurotic. Yeah. But you have to forgive it because they're in charge and they're, they're the artist. Uh, like I don't know. I think. We're talking about something completely different now. <laughs> but uh, anyone, anyone who's who's made it this far is in for the for the for the long haul. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. Netflix put all the James Bond movies on, so I've been like plowing through a lot of the Bonds recently. Oh, yeah, I saw you did a Bond ranking. Yeah, yeah, I might have to revise that eventually. Um, I might do Bond. I might do Bond actor rankings as well. I was thinking about doing Bond girl rankings, but in this day and age, I'll, I'll probably get uh, canceled by Twitter. You don't want that. Um, what? Okay, let's compare Broncos quarterbacks really quick to to Bonds, to, to Bond actors. Who's the Sean Connery of the Broncos quarterbacks? It has to be Elway, right? Yeah. And Peyton's the Daniel Craig. Peyton, Peyton's the Craig, yeah. They kind of look alike, too. Daniel Craig could probably play Peyton Manning. More attractive version. Anyway, I think we're, we're done here. I, I think we I think we covered it all. Hey guys, glad you tuned in for. Uh, stay tuned. Extra... Stay tuned though for my for my Bond Broncos quarterbacks uh, piece coming out soon. Okay, we did it. <laughs> there we go. Bye. <laughs>